Welcome, everybody, to the post-game pod. With you, as always, is Ramon Hernandez and AJ Raheja. What it do? What it do, baby? What's up, brother? Hey, you know, uh, where where are you on the Steph versus Magic debate? Uh, I think I fall in the camp of uh, of I agree. But I, I I'll agree to disagree. Um, I think I, I think we we we're eventually as long as these sports keep going on in perpetuity, we're gonna have to start breaking down these these greatest of all times uh, per generation. It's just you just can't do that. You, I don't think we can honestly debate on who's better, Steph or or Magic Johnson, because the game was played so much differently back back in the 90s back in the 80s back in the 70s now in the 2000 now in the do 2020s just rule changes physicality of the game uh, athleticism of the players just i'm on that debate is steph the greatest point guard now yes what about you uh like it, it to me I don't really have a big um, – I don't have a conviction one way or another. Okay. So if somebody said, hey, Steph, it's the greatest. Somebody said Magic's the greatest. I would say, you know what? I'm not really going to argue. Um, the best argument, I, th- I think, for Steph um, would be the skill that Steph is the best at um, is a force multiplier, right? Being able to shoot uh, from that far – that level of accuracy right um that that basically enables your entire rest of your team to like it just expands the defense so far it right. creates so much space for everybody else That's- right like mm-hmm. um and like you could say oh magic's passing kind of did the same but like i don't know like the shooting ability it's like it's like the wide receiver who can get deep like randy moss right like he was able to do something so much better that it benefited everybody else on the team like so much more, right? So, um, but these skills, it's almost like evolution. It's a, it's players didn't even know that they were capable of doing stuff like this. It, you a player wouldn't wouldn't want to take a shot that far because it it's it's it was inconceivable. To play that way because it was a certain way you played. Yeah, but I I think like Steph came in, and like a lot of players aren't, um, they they'll shoot these shots, uh-huh. but they won't be good at it or like they won't be as efficient, right? Mm-hmm. But like Steph was so good at shooting this deep, and mm-hmm. and so like effective at it. Like even the most like like hardcore old school coach. Uh-huh. Would have to be like, oh, like this guy's so special at this. I I have to like embrace what he's able to do. You know, like. Okay, so let's say we take the best car from the nineteen fifties, which uh, it could have been a uh, a Chevy Corvette. Like th- that's the best car. This is. It's bet uh, the highest performance capable, and then I try to compare it to the best car of today. It's almost you can't compare because a car from 
from the fifties can't perform. Or yeah, but like a, a player from standards. the fifties could shoot just as well as this. But you just you know, like Larry Bird. Yeah. Like Larry Bird was like an all-time great shooter, right? Like, like but, he was so good at shooting, they had to let him shoot those shots, right? Right. Like he was the only one like shooting those shots at that time. Same with like Reggie Miller. Like you had to let him shoot, even though he only shot like seven, six, seven threes a game, but nobody else was shooting like even two. You know, so that same thing would happen with Steph. Like he was so good at shooting from outside. Like any coach had to be like, yeah, I'm going to have to just let him do this. I can't change. He's so good at it. If you were to take Magic Johnson from from uh, out of college and put him in today's game, yeah, we we have somebody like that, and he's more athletic and he's better than Magic Johnson. I'm not at, I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. I get it. I know that. But if you were to physically take, if you were to, if you were to get a time machine and take Magic Johnson out of there. Uh, out of uh, out of college, out of the draft when he was drafted to the Lakers, and take him to twenty twenty three. Would he be able to adapt to today's game? Yeah, yeah, he would be able to adapt and play. Okay, one of the all time greats. But yeah. like, well, and if you took Steph, that's not the argument. But how is why isn't it part of the argument? Like nobody's doubting that Magic Johnson could play today. The, so then, if you take Steph Curry. Back thirty years ago, forty years ago, and you put him and you put him in that era, would he be able to play? Would yeah, he, he would do what he does. Would he be allowed to do what he does? I think yeah, because he's so good at it. Like he's so. It's not like he just like somebody's like, hey man, can you shoot for a little shoot for us? Like no, he's like so good at shooting that regardless of the era, they would like they would have to adjust to playing that way because wow. he's so good. Why does everything have to be of all time? Why are are you a why, are you opposed to making it generationally? I mean, you could do that generation. Yeah, obviously. Like, but like the the thing is, once the players already checked that box, right? He's already checked the greatest point guard of the generation, right? So then you have to go to the next thing, and then you have to look like, hey, all time. Like, this is the part of the sports debate, right? There's no. Right. You know this. This will never end. Like it, nobody. It, no, but it's a. I. I feel that people have these debates less and less because a lot of people, uh, even even journalists, even even podcasters, radio hosts, are conceding to the fact that you have to split this, do in, in, from eras. Magic Johnson was the best point guard of his time. Michael yeah, yeah, Jordan but like best of his time. But nobody, nobody's even debating though. Like nobody's like, oh, like yeah, um, he's like Magic's the best of his time. But it's not even like you would say, okay, the guy from the 1990s greatest point guard is not even close, right? You're 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 not even saying like, oh, the 90s. Who was the greatest 90s point guard? St- John Stockton. Hey, it's pretty good. Yeah, but he's not even in the discussion of like great like all-time great well there's there's these there's these once in a generation once in an era players yeah yeah players yeah so like that's steph curry now we're 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 elevating them and pitting pitting them against each other but 
it's it's almost like it's it's an argument that you can't even really make or or win you can't be on one side of the uh, you have to be on one side or the other there's never going to be an agreement for yeah yeah i I, again like this is this is one where i'm not like i'm not gonna like kill somebody and be like oh no there's no way you could say it's magic it's magic there's no way you could say it's steph um but like the only people i'm gonna kill are the ones who are like oh it's not even close and i'm like those people i'm like i don't know i don't think you really watch basketball enough or really understand the game enough to really say that. Like, well, if you were to put Steph Curry, I, I, I do agree with this. If you were to put him back in the eighties, and he had to play in Chucks, and the way his his ankles, he had bad ankles. What would happen to him? What would happen to a player? Would you call Steph? Yeah, I mean, but you could say that again. You could say that like, okay, Magic Johnson had to play in today's game with today's like. Um, like athletes and stuff. Is he even going to be able to like compete? Like, I I think he could. Yeah, like like, you know. So because a lot of people don't don't realize like athletics, it's not like, uh, like one or two percent at this level makes a huge difference, right? If you're, you know, five percent less effective than you were, that could be a difference between you being a great player and like okay. So, like, if you took somebody from Magic Johnson's era, like, 1980s, you know, with the training they had and the training they have now and the better athletes they have now, like, if his athleticism is dinged by more than 5%, like, that could be it. How about in in a, in a let's say to another sport, uh, like, bodybuilding, if somebody said Arnold was the go and then they compared him to Seabum, who would you rather... Who's a goat? Who's a better? I mean, to me, it's not even close because Seabum doesn't even compete in bodybuilding. Okay, who? Who? Okay, so who would be? It would be like Ronnie Coleman. Okay, so then who? Who would you have? I I, I think Ronnie. Like, if I'm looking at bodybuilder, like Ronnie Coleman's the greatest bodybuilder of all time. When... He has the most Olympia when... wins. He also has like the freakiest. Like package, like nobody's ever been able to look like Ronnie Coleman, right? Like you say, some people would argue that Arnold Schwarzenegger is. Oh yeah, because he was probably more iconic and like he did more for the sport than Ronnie Coleman. Like if there was no Arnold Schwarzenegger, there is no Ronnie Coleman. You know, so I can if somebody wants to say that, hey, based like you know, could you make the argument that if there was no Magic Johnson, there would be no Steph Curry? Uh, no, not really. They don't really play the same kind of way. Like, all right, we'll just agree to disagree. I so so you're in the you're in the camp of Magic Johnson's better. I'm in the camp of Magic Johnson was the best of his era. All right. If you were start, if you were like, say there was like this fantasy draft where you could just draft, you know, anybody from any era, anytime. Are you drafting? Magic Johnson ahead of Steph Curry. Am I incorporating some rules? Uh, can I pick and choose some rules? Like what are and, the rules? Like what rules? And, like hand checking or a more physical style of play? Like how are we playing? Listen, are we playing in today's game? Like today's I, game? I I don't. Okay, first of all, like everybody brings up this hand checking thing. Uh-huh. Like I don't think hand checking matters that much. Like these guys are so like somebody's hand. Being able to stick it out there, like it's not going to stop somebody from driving by, you know, and also like 
Steph's game isn't driving to the hoop, right? It's shooting. So like a hand check is not really going to impact him, you know? Um, also like the physical thing, I don't like, I don't think the game back then was more physical. They just would elbow you. They would just like give you a forearm because they couldn't like keep up with you laterally. You know, they just, there was more cheap shots, you know, like. Is the game played more physical or more athletic? It's both. Like if you become more athletic, the game's also going to get more physical because you have bigger, faster, stronger players. So the game has to get more physical when you when you put in better athletes. The game doesn't get less like now is it there's less cheap shots so there's less of these like random like like forearms but like it's a few we watch a bunch of old games. They're they're not throwing like elbows out there, right? Like they're not fighting in the middle of the court, right? We like to, we might have to watch a Pistons game from from the from the 80s. Like my biggest like I have this big t- like um uh, Bill Lambeer is like one of the softest athletes of all time. Didn't okay. he punch somebody? Yeah, because like, do all he would do is go out there and cheap shot people. Okay, so and listen, if you want to go out there and hit people, don't play basketball. Go play football. But the only difference in football is they'll hit back. You know, you're playing a sport where you knew you could just go out there and hit guys, and they won't do anything because they're not playing. You know, they don't want to go out there and hit people, right? Like, uh, like he's so soft, like Bill Lambeer. Like, <laughs> like I don't like get that out of here. Like, it's like when you, like a lot of these people, like what about like Charles Kevin, What about Charles Oakley? Yeah, like all these guys, like Charles Oakley actually had skill. He was a tough guy, but like he wasn't cheap shotting people. Bill Lambeer would out go out there and like che- try to sh- cheap shot people. You know, like um there's a difference between playing tough and just playing like who cheap. Was, who was the last? Oh, yeah, because now there's dirty players. Your Zaza Pachulias and your uh, your weird foreigner that goes out there just for four fouls and it's, or five fouls is crazy. But who was the last dirty dirty player? Like, not cheap chop. Uh, your your jobber, your freaking enforcer. Who was the last enforcer we had? Kendrick Perkins? Not really. Not yeah. Like like again, those guys. Because once the skill level gets higher, Zeebo? guys like that just can't play in the game anymore, right? Like you just you wouldn't keep a guy on the roster who all he could do is cheap shot people. Boogie Cousins towards the end of his career, no, no, like um, like the biggest one I remember was like Andrew Bynum, just like giving a forearm to like Barea. Oh, remember yeah. he clotheslined him. Yeah, yeah, like in a in a playoff game, right? Like that was wild. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, like that's like the last time I really remember something. Like, and you're just like. Like, do you want, like, Double. why do you want to watch that? Like, our also, test? would you qualify our test? Yeah, I, I think our test, like, I wouldn't say, like, he wasn't, I think he, like, he lost control of his emotions. You know, I don't think he was going out there like, oh, I'm going to, like, like, a lot of the guys who are, quote, unquote, dirty, they're dirty because they know, oh, I'm not athletic enough to stop this guy from scoring. So I'm going to have to, like, do something, like, illegal to keep him from scoring. I'm going to have to try to hurt him in some way, you know? Um, whereas, like, Ron Artest, he was good enough. It was just, like, he would get, like, in his own head and just, like, like do stupid shit. Like, Draymond. Dr- Draymond's, like, like I would say Draymond's, like, a dirty player. Like, even though I mean, he's really skilled, he's just dirty. Like he, I forgot he stomped out. Yeah, he's boy. stomping people. He hits people in the balls. Like, he's just, like, he's a dirty player. But he's also, like, 
you know he's he's like uh remember those those kids we had in high school that that weren't weren't special needs but had to be in the special needs class <laughs> because they would hit kids <laughs> yeah like, yeah yeah but uh how about like uh, you played like pick up basketball right like you go out there to play pick up basketball and some guys like hip checking you or shoving you or something like you're gonna fight the guy you're gonna be like dude what the hell we're trying to play basketball here we're not trying to like yeah what are we doing you know I've, yeah i've seen that on the courts <laughs> yeah so like why would you think like oh in a basketball game yeah in a professional sporting event let's have that like that's not entertaining like so. Yeah, but we digress. <laughs> um, have you watched any any World Cup basketball? Uh no. Uh, I I I was uh I don't even know when it's on. In the in the morning, in the wee hours, I got five in the morning right. plus. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna commit to watching it. You know, I'm gonna commit. Well, don't because I I I catch it when it's on because there's probably like four games on at once in the morning. All right. Look, do they play tomorrow? Yeah, they play tomorrow. I think they they advance to the next stage after today. I heard Canada is like. Oh good. yeah, yeah. Canada might might give the U.S. some some problems. Shay Shay's on there, buddy. Shay Gill, uh, dude. I was watching the um, the the Japan Finland game. Okay. And Finland was killing Japan. They were up by like 14, 19 points. And Japan came back and won. They had all these dudes on there, these little little mini Steph Curry's shooting from all over the place. They had one white guy named Hawkins. He wasn't uh, he's probably one of you know those like each uh foreign team has like one oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't match their ethnicity, <laughs> their traits. There was this one white guy. Uh, uh, Utah. Oh, we have Utah. We have uh, Canada. The U.S. doesn't play tomorrow. No, we they have. Play, they played against Greece. They beat Greece. Yeah, so we have Canada versus Latvia. I like half of these teams. I'm like Australia, Japan. I guess could be oh, good, right? Australia has some watch guys. The good ones. Don't torture yourself. I, uh, I think it was uh, uh, USA plays Jordan on Wednesday. I think it was like Latvia or something like that. They played against no, they played against France yesterday. But there was another team, another like a like a Eastern European team that played against Mexico. Man, man, they killed Mexico. They killed Mexico by like thirty points, dude. It was so sad. And they- I, I feel like there's like there's like probably three teams that are any decent here, right? That aren't. That are. That are. It's it would be Canada. It would be uh, it's France. Uh, no, France was eliminated. Um, I see they're playing tomorrow, though. Really? I thought they were. I thought they were done. Okay. Uh, the U.S. is good. Um, and then that's that's about all I know. Uh, you know what it was? You know what it was yesterday with the with the Japanese game uh, versus Finland? I I think Japan had never beaten a European team. And the way that they came back was pretty cool. They came back and and they won by I think double digits, like ten points or eleven points. And um, people were crying. Like there was a lot of Japanese. Like who's on who's on the Latvian team? Uh, Porzingis uh, is a cheerleader. No, isn't um 
Oh, what's his name? Markinen, right? No, the Finland, Finland, Finland. Finland. Oh, okay, Finland. Yeah, Markinen was on there. Yeah, Markinen is good. Dude, another another former Chicago Bull, man. Uh, that's all I could. That's all I could think when I was watching the. <laughs> and, oh my god! He was watching this. Uh, you know what? And, and, and that's that's part of the uh, Jimmy Butler trade too. It, it's him, and he's not even on the the, the team. Dude, he's he's good. Uh, towards the end, nobody from Finland could make a shot, and and um, and Japan just dude defense from everywhere, just blocking shots, hitting threes, uh, driving to the basket, passing it to the white, the tall white guy inside. Oh yeah, that that was the funniest part. The the white guy was the tallest guy on the team. <laughs> Yuta Watanabe, they call the superstar. Yuta. Oh, I love Yuta Watanabe. I like that guy. Oh, he, he's a he's a two K NBA two K great bench player on NBA. Oh, 2K. Dude, dude, they uh, he he had a good first half, but then second half he only had like two points because he was he was the only one that was doing anything in the in the first half, and then they uh, they started double teaming him in the second half. Uh, every time he would get the get the ball, uh, uh, like in the uh, underneath the basket, the whole defense would collapse on him. It was crazy. It was a good game, dude. Dude, to watch all those like when you watch your national team and it's just national pride, people crying in the stands. It was fun. Are, are you getting up early to watch this, or are you like? Uh, I'm old, AJ. So and and I and my and and my circadian rhythm is uh is my my internal clock. I just wake up like at five in the morning. Okay. Because I, I wake up like I wake up at four. But, every don't morning. you have a job and stuff? This is the weekends. Oh, okay, okay. I watch I watch the games on the weekend. I try to watch the 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 Greece one today, but I wanted a the Greece versus the U.S. But I had to finish the the game that we watched. Yeah, how to how to how to go to work? You know how to get it, how to feed those kids? You know. Oh, dude! If not, I'd be watching basketball. It, it felt so fun because. I had in the afternoon. I had a whole bunch of games to watch. I had the the national games I wanted to watch, and then I had to watch the 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 LeBron James game, dude. I was felt like I was in the regular season again. Oh man, <laughs> my wife looks so disappointed because I'm just consuming. Is she, is she getting upset that like oh basketball season's coming up? You know, like or is she giving you like oh like again like. It just ended. Did she give you that thing or she's one of those wives that says that she likes me that watching basketball or hearing basketball or football, it, 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 oh, it makes me happy. She says that it's back on because it just reminds me of, you know, certain seasons, certain type of weather. And I know that you like it. And, but then when I want to watch games or something, it's a uh, you know. I thought you said we were gonna go to Five Below. I thought you said we we're gonna go to Ulta. I thought I I wanted to go to Marshalls. You want to come with me? And then I'm just sitting there looking at her with a game on. Did you see that? I just wanted to sit down and watch the game, please. Okay. Uh, yeah. The, so football season's coming up, you know, and so. You know, I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it. She's like, what? Like, it's always some, it's always some sport. It's always something. And I'm just like, yeah, you know. See, that, I would much rather have that. I would much rather have that. At least I know 
my significant other doesn't like the sport that I'm watching and well, she she does like it. She does like it. she's just, you know. She's just like, oh, like now I'm going to have to she cuz I I'll talk about it often, mm-hmm. you know. And she's like, oh, like great. Now I got to hear about like uh the Chicago Bears like what happened every, you know, detailed of But at least she'll express, you know, yeah yeah either fake frustration or fake that she doesn't care or here we go again and uh you know but she's she's sort of interested in it with my wife she's oh i can't oh that's awesome basketball is coming back and then i want to sit down and watch a game you want to go to the store i want to watch a fucking (laughs) game i wanted to well we'll just come back real fast or you know it's just uh it's, it's it's fake I know she I know she doesn't care. I know she doesn't want me to sit down and watch a game. She wants to go to fucking Ross or oh. uh, smart shopping, shopping at Ross. No, just wait, AJ. Just wait. Just wait till till you're hey, you're married and you move in with your girlfriend. It'll be uh, it'll the, be the, the good thing about football is it's like pretty much just one day and it's a Sunday. Yeah. Right? Okay. You know, so like and like nobody's doing anything on a Sunday anyway. Right. Yeah. Like. But you guys are locked in. You guys are locked in because it's it's it. Football hits everything. It hits. Uh, uh, so all all of Sunday, Monday, you guys really don't. Nobody really cares about the Thursday game. If you're if you if you're super invested in the Thursday game, you just don't like your wife. And hey, I'm a, hey you know, <laughs> I'm a sicko. You know? <laughs> and but then it's. Oh, you, you're 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 watching TVs, multiple TVs. You're on your phone, checking your fantasy scores. You're messaging your friends. You're 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 looking up players. It's an all-encompassing, all-engrossing. You're, oh. you're, dude. It's everywhere. Tentacles. I, I I got heavy back into fantasy this year. Uh-huh. You know, so, um, so like that that that's a whole thing. That's just that's a whole nother. So. So your girlfriend, your wife doesn't stand a chance because the during the three, four minutes, uh, either a TV timeout, a timeout or a commercial break, instead of going like, hey, babe, sorry, but game, you know, this game's going on long. You're on your phone. Yeah, you damn phone. Well, that's, this is true. This is true. <laughs> but um, Hey, listen, like, at least I'm into some, okay. I don't understand the people or the guys, like, what are the guys into who are like, aren't into sports, you know, like what, what do they do? Like on the weekend? Like, first of all, there's a lot of dudes that say that they're into sports. I think they're just into the camaraderie of getting out of the house for a little bit and drinking and they wear a Jersey, but yeah, a bunch of casuals, right? Yeah. A bunch of casuals. Uh huh. But at least like, like, okay. Like, say you have a dude who isn't into any sports, like will not watch NBA will not be like, Oh yeah. F- Sunday football. Let me go watch football. You know, like what, what are they doing? Like they going to brunch with you. Like what? Yes. Like I used to be one of those dudes. I used to be one of those dudes. Yes. You go to brunch, you go to hobby lobby, you go to at home, you go to these goddamn things. You just do stuff and you don't care. Oh man. That sounds brutal. Dude, like, what do they talk about amongst other guys? Like, do oh. you know who they are? They're probably like the Star Wars guys, right? Yeah, they're probably like the the non sports guys are like, oh, I'm like super into Star Wars and, the, um, you know, Marvel or something, right? Like, those are those guys. T heat, T heat, guilty as charged. 
<laughs> but like, you know, like like every guy's got to be into something, like something, right? Like they're just not gonna be like, oh, well, right. Like I'm there's got to be some kind of thing that they like to spend their free time. I'm, I'm a sickle for basketball. Uh, it, I'm I'm just now starting to get more into the whole stats and like de- just, I'm getting deeper into basketball, but at the same time. I do enjoy Star Wars and Marvel. The last book I read or I had read to me via Spotify on like uh, on like those online books was a uh, was Heir to the Empire, a Star, a Star Wars novel. So I'm I'm walking both both worlds, baby. There's always so many. There's like so many, right? Like you have you have to be one kind of guy. You got to be like exactly. oh, this is. This is the, uh, I'm a sports guy or I'm a you can't be like sports and Marvel guy, right? Like, well, no, I'm, I'm, that's I, too much time. No, I, I get respect from nobody. Nobody respects me. Nobody respects that. I know something about basketball. Nobody respects uh, nobody that looks at me. All the nerds, dude, I go. Uh, the nerds belittle me because oh, what does this guy know about Star Wars? What does this guy know about fucking Mar- <laughs> I, no respect guys, guys that are into sports? They don't respect me. They don't think I know anything. I, I, dude, I listen to so much content about basketball. Wait, why, why, why don't people trust you? Your sports knowledge. I know. Oh, I never played. Uh I never played. Yeah, but I mean, those, those the people who never played are becoming more and more like in vogue, right? Like, right? Like, like there's like there's guys who like Daryl Morey never played basketball, right? I, like, I try to talk to people. I try to talk. I try to have conversations with dudes about sports, and they look at me and they 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 say, "You you you know you watch basketball, you watch you watch football." Well, I don't watch football anymore. I don't want you know. I'm out on football. I've been out on football. The whole Colin Kaepernick. Oh God. Football became so politicized, and oh, football became politicized. What are you talking about? That era, the Colin Kaepernick era. I mean, the basketball is way more politicized. Yeah, but those dudes don't care about anything. Um, <laughs> nobody cared. Nobody at the end of the day, nobody cared. They wore a well, t-shirt. So it's like being in the fandom, right? Like an NBA fan. Mm-hmm. There's a certain like line, like there. You can't have if you're like a big time sicko. You can't be. You can't like have conversations about the sport with casuals, right? Because, like, every take they have, you're just like, what are you even, like, are we even watching the same sport? Right. Right? Right. You know, like, I just can't, I just don't talk about football with, like, 90% of people because I'm just like, oh, you're just, like, don't know what's going on. You just literally just don't know. Like, the dudes are like, hey, I I don't care what anybody says for me, it's Kobe. Kobe number one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, hey man, like, you know, what why's this guy you gotta pound it down low? You just gotta get in the post, you know, like um <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah, yeah. There's these uh um yeah, there's some people where I'm just like, Oh, you're not watching you don't really watch the sport. Like you don't just, really know what's going on. We also like, discussed this. The reason why people don't respect me, I don't have a team. Oh yeah, that's tough. Like if you don't have like a team that you support. But I mean NBA, I feel like in the NBA, that's more and more like okay to not have a team, right? Like You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Well, I guess if you're talking to a casual, yeah. But 
Yeah, yeah, you'd be surprised. But I, I feel like a lot of kids who watch basketball, like, I don't think I don't know if they have a team. Do they have a team? I think so. Well, I don't know. I don't. My my kids aren't into sports. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not forcing them to be into sports. They don't know anything about sports. I just had a conversation with my kids the other day. I I earnestly I asked them. I I asked them, dudes, do you guys feel bad that you guys don't play any sports? Don't know how to play sports? Aren't interested in playing sports? Do you do, should I? try to put you guys into a sport or play something with you guys. And they just looked at me and said, no, nah, we don't care. It's fine. It's fine. All right. They have a, they have a, a we have an, a great garage gym that they can get into once, you know, you know, that age, like 14 where, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And all you want to do is lift weights and be depressed at home. And Hey man, there's the gym. Just go. So yeah, I mean, like the, I, I I'm sure like like diehard like Marvel fans and shit like, you know, they like wouldn't want to have a conversation about with me about Marvel, right? Because I would just be like, yeah, I don't know, I don't like they don't seem that entertaining, some of these movies, uh, right? Or or like I would just have like very basic takes. Right. Yeah. No, I wouldn't talk to you about Star Wars at all, dude. I mean, but at the same time. It's a, yeah, I don't know. I tried to, I had a conversation with some nerds at a comic book shop the other day and man, dude, I just think if you're all in on something, if you're a nerd about something, whether it be sports or, or fandom shit like Marvel or, or Star Wars, it's like, dude, get a life. Just get a well, life. Well, like, uh, I like the people or- the worst or the worst ones are the people who think they are like diehard fans. Okay. They're like, Oh, I'm such a, like something like a star Wars nerd. And it's like, okay. Like you just like to watch the movies. Okay. The star Wars nerd is the guy who's like reading, like writing his own fan fiction. Uh, you know? Yeah. But that's, that's, that's another level. That's like, obs- I, I enjoy the movies. Right. But like, I, I kind of cap it at the movies. I'm not really like, oh, I need to watch uh, like the 8 million spinoff shows, right? Like, I'm kind of like, hey, listen, the movie comes out. I'll watch the movies. Uh-huh. I, I'm very avid fan of the of all the movies uh, for the most part. You, but you, like, I, I'm not I'm not watching fucking the little Yoda baby. Did you show. watch? Oh, yeah. No, that one was garbage. Uh, The third season was terrible. Uh, Did you did you watch uh Rogue One? The, the movie? Yeah. yeah. Have yeah, you yeah, seen yeah. Andor? Yeah, yeah. The, the movie, right? No, no, that's the show. The show Andor. No, no. Oh, man, that is that is phenomenal. That is that that show is prestige TV. It's it's a it's basic. The, the guy who made it, Tony Gilroy. Uh, he basically Breaking Bad. No, that's Vince Gilligan. Tony uh, Gilroy made the uh the the fourth Born movie. The Born oh movie. okay okay, and um he basically agreed to make uh the show Andor if he didn't have to incorporate a lot of Star Wars stuff. He's he he's quoted as saying, "I'm not even a Star Wars fan. I just wanted to make a good show." And just, <laughs> dude, it's fantastic. It's great. It's so good, dude. Uh, but yeah, I did. I did watch Ahsoka. 
and then before watching Ahsoka, I did watch all of the animated series, Star Wars Rebels. This was recently in the past year, and I'm trying to finish uh, Star Wars Clone Wars, the animated series. So I have like five more seasons to go. All right, here. I have a hot take for you. Here we go. All right. Um, the, you know, I, I do realize this is the NBA pod, uh-huh. but I'm going to go and I, I'm going to say it. I'm gonna, just going to say it. Uh, Blade Runner's a better sci-fi movie than, than Star Wars. Blade Runner's the greatest sci-fi movie I've ever made. Now, why isn't there more spinoffs? Because they didn't need to be, you know? I, I tried. It's, it, it's so good. We've had the conversation. I, I'm I I'm out of my element when it comes to Blade Runner because I'm not a huge sci-fi. I'm not a huge sci-fi nerd. I I pick and choose on what I like, and I like Star Wars. I get I get Blade Runner has a huge cult following, uh, but also, um, well, I don't know what's so good about it. The concept is is great, great concept. Could you break that? Could you easily break down the concept like in like in a minute or thirty seconds, real quick? I, I don't uh, know. yeah, essentially, um, uh, they created these androids to like, you know, in the future, right. To do stuff for humans. Um, but the, the androids were like extremely human, like, right. And then the androids, basically a group of them went rogue and they have these, uh, cops called blade runners who basically go around asking questions to determine if the, person is a droid or like a you know an android or is it a real person um... and so basically he's trying to find these these group of you know rogue you know androids but then like but like the androids have like become too aware uh-huh. so they basically become self-aware that like um and the androids have like an expiration date like they know they're gonna die so they become hyper aware that basically they're their own existence is going to expire. Uh, okay. Okay. See, better sci-fi agreed. Better sci-fi agreed. And also, I've tried to watch that movie. I've watched the Ryan Gosling one before I watched the the, the OG Harrison Ford one. I, I had no idea what the fuck the movie was about. I had no idea <laughs> until you told me right now. Uh, but but see, Star Wars isn't really so. Uh, so Star Trek is technically sci-fi. That that is a hundred percent sci-fi. Sorry, that is hundred percent sci-fi. Star Wars falls under the category of sci fantasy. Okay, it's not really it's not really science fiction. It's it's more fantasy. It's more fantasy. It uh, it's more it's more of a of Lord of the Rings or uh, or uh, b- 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 Game of Thronesy set in Star Wars. Set in set in space. It's not really sci-fi. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it, it, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of talking in it. A lot of a lot of shit like that. The uh, the uh George Lucas is a huge Tolkien fan, so there's a lot hey, of speaking of Lucas, I, I just saw Indiana Jones. Um we're we're get we're getting to the to the point I wanted to make. Jesus Christ. Go go for it. Go, 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 go. Ahead. No, 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 no. Indiana Jones. Yeah, I just watched the Indiana Jones. Like they have this like live concert thing where the uh-huh. they play the or the music. John Williams. Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know. John Williams, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just watched it. How was that? 
That was good. That was good. That's cool. Like uh, score. I'm a big fan of the scores. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like to have a live orchestra play and you watch the movie. Oh, that's it's, cool. it's a it's a good experience. That's I'd awesome. recommend it. That is awesome. Um so in so certain movies, cer- certain movies I like Indiana Jones, um, for me, I guess I guess I would qualify Back to the Future, Ferris Bueller. Those for me fall under the category of first of all, stuff that I missed the boat on and stuff that I categorize as shit only white people like. Wow. <laughs> I don't I've tried to watch Indiana Jones. I don't know how you don't like Indiana Jones. Like I, I went to a I went to a uh one of those revival movie theaters where they play where they play old school movies like once a week. Okay. And Raiders of the Lost Ark. The was that that's the first one, right? That's yeah, the, yeah, the first yeah. one, yeah. So I said, fuck it. I I I I need to see what this is all about. I've never seen it. I don't care to see it. I never cared about Indiana Jones, but everybody loves it. Something's wrong with me. I gotta go watch it. I want to watch it. Fell asleep. Fell asleep. And then I tried watching the other one, the the second one. What uh, Temple of Doom. Try to watch Ali Ma. Shakti Day. Hated it. That guy's a that guy's a famous uh, Indian actor. Shouts out to him. <laughs> but I tried watching it. Hated it. Hated it when they're hanging off a bridge and there's like dudes shooting arrows at them or something like him and some chick or something like that. <laughs> I was like, this movie sucks. This movie's trash. This movie, dude, this is fake. Fake. Um, okay. All right. All right. All right. Sorry, buddy. I have a feeling you would also feel the same way if you watched episode uh, one, two, or what is it now? Like A New Hope, whatever the first three Star Wars are. I have a feeling you would fall asleep during those two. I I I thought I did, and I bought the the VHS, the one where where uh, where George Lucas. Uh, re-edited some of them or added some shit to them. I bought those at at like Costco back in the day, and I didn't like them. I tried watching them. My favorite one was uh, my favorite one was uh, Return of the Jedi. But I know that people don't look too fondly upon that one because there's a lot of like dumb shit in it, like the like the Ewoks and all that shit. They didn't like that. Um, but that one was my favorite one. But now going back on it, uh, I still don't think Empire is my favorite, even though the consensus is that one is the best one. I still don't think Empire is my favorite. A New Hope is my favorite. A New Hope. A the new, OG. The OG. Yeah. A New Hope is my favorite. Uh, I hate the I hate the prequels. The Phantom Menace I can sit through. Uh, Attack of the Clones is not good at all. And then Revenge of the Sith is fantastic. That is a good movie. That is a solid, solid, entertaining movie. And then the 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 ones after that, um, uh, I do not. I like the 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 first sequel, the the last three that came out. And then I hated the other two. In the moment, I liked them. They were fine. In the moment, I liked them. They were fine. The 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 last one I didn't like at all. And then uh, and then I hated Han Solo. I didn't like Rogue One, but then I went back and rewatched it. Dude, that's a freaking awesome movie. Uh, I, I, I feel like Empire Strikes Back is my favorite. Really? Um, I, I get that. The the newer ones, I have to go back and look at them 
because uh, I'll be honest, they all kind of blend into one. Uh huh. All, all the new ones that came out. So yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. But what about who, the who's the one with Ren? Kylo Ren. Yeah. Three of them. Oh well. Well, he's the he's the big bad in all three of them, except for who who's the one girl? What's her What's her name? Um, Ray. Ray. What? Ray. Ray. Yeah. I think it's that one. Her. Well, I, I'm gonna have to she, look. Well, it she's up. the main I, character of all three of them. Oh, okay. But did they change actors in one of them? Because one of them, there's a different actress. No. Hmm. I don't think so. No, it's the same. The same. The same actress. May I think I'm confusing. One isn't one like back in time or something. No, sir. <sighs> hold on, hold on. Rogue, Don't worry. Rogue, Rogue One takes Rogue One takes place uh like in between A New Hope and, and Empire Strikes Back, I think is the correct timeline. Okay, there's Rise of Skywalker. Uh-huh. The with Ray. Okay. Well, uh there's The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. With Ray. There's Force Awakens. That's with Ray. Okay. With Ray versus Kylo Ren. Oh, there's only three recent ones that have come out, right? Are you talking about Rogue One? I think you're talking about Rogue One. Oh, here's there's a oh okay, here we go. Yeah, Rogue One. That oh, one's like that was a fantastic movie. That's a different girl though, right? Yes, that is a that we'll see. So I think was I think that was my favorite one because I'm like, well, hey, where's that one with that like that was, different girl? Well, that was a great one, but all those characters die. All those characters die at the end because that whole planet blows up. That's what's so cool about that movie, where you're watching a movie about this planet where they had a rebellion, but then. In Empire Strikes Back, I think, or one of those, the famous Death Star scene where the where the Death Star yeah blows yeah the blows planet, yeah that's the planet oh that's Rogue that's One the planet okay. yeah that's the yeah that's that's Rogue One dude that's a that's a such a cool movie okay that's my favorite yeah because it's a war movie yeah, yeah that was my favorite one yeah that's a good movie. And and so Andor is based on Rogue One or the 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 main character. Well, one of the main characters, which is Cassian Andor. Oh man, we're nerding out today, buddy. All right, <laughs> let's talk about your your Luke Skywalker, your chosen one. Uh, hey, hey, the chosen one. The chosen it's, one. It, it sets it on his back. You know, LeBron James's first game. What date was it? This was uh, 2003. 2003. Right. Okay, October 20th, 2003. Let me pull it up on, on StatMuse. Yeah, this was uh, October 29th, 2003. All right. Versus the Sacramento Kings. Uh, 106-92, the Kings win. All right. Here's some throwbacks in this game. Ricky Davis. Okay. Carlos Boozer. Was this wait, was this Carlos Boozer 
pre Utah, but pre or post Utah. This was pre pre Utah. He was in he was in uh, Cleveland for two years, and then he went to Utah. Um, I don't know. Sure, did they trade him, or they must have traded him? I think he signed. I think he signed to Chicago after. Oh, what Cleveland? No, no, he went to Chicago after Utah. Uh huh. But out of Cleveland, I'm guessing they they must have traded him because he was only in Cleveland for two years. So, yeah, anyway, so this is a young, very young uh, Carlos Boozer, um, Zadrunas Ogaskis, Darius Darius Miles. Um, Watching this game, there was three players in the Cavs that essentially looked exactly the same when you're watching it on a YouTube grainy feed, okay? LeBron James, Ricky Davis, and Darius Miles all had headbands and baggy uniforms. They all, like, and I think Ricky Davis is 21 and LeBron's 23, right? So uh, watching the game, I was like, is this Ricky Davis? Half the time I couldn't tell if it was Ricky Davis with the ball or, or LeBron James until, like, it, it zoomed in a bit. Um, that was also very annoying in this game that three players on the Cavs essentially copied each other's, you know, fit. who was it? Was it Ricky Davis and Darius Miles? Oh, yeah, 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 Jesus. Also, like Darius Miles and Ricky Davis, like they're like the same player, right? Like these <laughs> the exact same player. And didn't Ricky the- Davis throw a he threw a, a ball off his own basket to try to get a triple double? I think once wasn't that was that him? I I think so. News to me. I, yeah. All I know is I I was listening to the game also, and I heard oh Ricky Davis ran into his own screen. Yeah, that's a, the Ricky <laughs> Davis. That's a how bad how bad was this team that uh that LeBron was playing on? Like how bad? How... Sometime in the third quarter, LeBron was looked frustrated, and this is an eighteen year old playing. <laughs> Dude, he had uh. He had like stolen the ball or or knocked the ball away from somebody, and it went into like somebody. Uh, it 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 got to one of his teammates, and then and LeBron was going for a fast break without the ball. He was just running to the other side of the basket, never passing the ball. They just never passing the ball, dude. Oh, it it, it was um, yeah. It, it there was no doubt why this Cavs team got the first pick overall, right? Like that team was so bad. Um, also like, so that's the, the starting lineup is LeBron James, Ricky Davis, Carlos Boozer, Zajunas, Ilgoskis, and Darius Miles. I didn't notice this until now, but they had LeBron James as the point guard on he this team. Point guard. He was a point guard. Yeah. He was a point guard on the scene. And he was great. He yeah. Had, he had what? 23 points. Yeah. He had 23 points. He shot 60%, you know, um, the, the, well, okay. So this. This Kings team was this the year after they were screwed by the league? They were screwed in this is 2003, right? Yes. Were the Lakers still on? No, no, the Lakers were done by 2001. Were they? So I think this is like two years later. I thought they won 2002. They won 2000. They won 2000. Oh, okay. Yes. So it might have been a year later then. But that was the 2001 2002 season. Oh, okay. Not the 2002-2003 season. Because the Spurs won in 2000. You, you could tell in LeBron James's face how disappointed he was to be on that team. Oh, yeah. he He's like, like, 
there was no doubt uh, he was the best player, you on know, the, on, on the, the Cavs team. It wasn't even close. Pretty much on the floor, dude. Yeah. Anybody? The, the only other people that the only people that could really com- compete with him that you could say was the best player on the floor was Bibby or Christie or that's it. Nobody on his team. Yeah, definitely nobody on. Um, definitely nobody on. Uh, on LeBron's on LeBron's team was ever even close, even close. Um, a lot of Pages Stojakovic. Oh yeah, Chris Webber was not playing in this game, right? Um, Dude, come on. It was pay. You had Pages. You had uh, Floppy Devox. Uh, Brad Miller. Brad Miller, low key. Uh, I like that guy's game. You know, a little bit. Uh, could could a little outside shot game. Uh, Mike Bibby, Doug Christie. You got Bobby Jackson off the bench. Gerald Wallace. Gerald Wallace had to be really young in this game, right? Yes. Yeah, he was uh, 19 years old. So there you go. Um, yeah, so it's kind of crazy. They put up Gerald Wallace. He got uh, put into the uh, expansion draft for the Hornets. Or Charlotte. Yeah, the Charlotte Hornets. Or Charlotte Bobcats. Um but yeah, so not a not the most entertaining game, I would say. You didn't think so? I was like, all... I didn't, I didn't think that, like it wasn't particularly close, really. Like you kind of knew, like, oh, this Cavs team's just not very good. Well, well, the Cavs led the. I'm um, not the Cavs. The Sacramento Kings. They they led the whole game. The Cavs had never have had never led until the what the third quarter. Yeah, in the third quarter they had like a run, right? Like, um, you had like a LeBron James dunk, and then you had him like get a steal, and then flip it to Ricky Davis for a dunk. You know, like they had this little run. The, um, the flipping it to Ricky Davis, that was like in the first quarter. Was that? Oh, okay, okay. That was that in the first was quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, but but LeBron definitely got them the lead, and uh, they were up by five at a certain point. But then, yeah, then the Kings came back. The Kings came back. They were just a better team. Um, the, this this game was really to watch LeBron. Um, you saw him hitting some. He was hitting baseline jumpers a lot. Like he was hitting these baseline jumpers. He had a turnaround. Um, didn't really. He wasn't really attacking the rim until like the second quarter. Yeah, you know. And then I think he kind of realized in the second quarter, and he's like, "Oh, I can get around these guys pretty much at will." Like Peja Stojakovic, it does not is not going to be able to to stop me, right? Like. Um, uh, I think he kind of figured that out in the second in the second half. Dude, his uh, yeah, just watching him figure shit out in real time was crazy. Ew. What what whatever happened to that guy, dude? What a fantastic player! Like, um, he had nine assists on this team, right? Probably should have had like fifteen. Like, if the team was any good, right? Um, could have sworn he had more assists. He had nine assists. How many rebounds did he have? Oh yeah, he had like. Well, he's playing point guard, so um, he he might not have had that many rebounds. Yeah, he only had six rebounds, four steals, only two turnovers, which is kind of surprising for a kid who's eighteen years old playing point guard. You know, um, it was interesting seeing Mike Bibby guard him, and you're like, oh, like LeBron James now would just like take him to the post, you know. Oh, but yeah. at eighteen years old, he just didn't have that kind of game. You know, so um, it's yeah, so just 
that his first game, he outscored his entire his entire team. Yeah, as eighteen years old, coming out right out of high school, like, uh, and again, if you looked at the entire teams, you looked at both teams, you could you wouldn't be able to unless like say you just blurred out their faces, you wouldn't be able to tell which one like you wouldn't be able to be like oh yeah this one's the eighteen year old because he looked like he belonged in the NBA yeah, right yeah. off the bat right like there's no doubt like he was ready to go in the NBA. The only person who came close to scoring as much as LeBron James was J.R. Bremer. <laughs> oh my! Like Ricky Davis. Like, I wonder how long did how, how long did Ricky Davis play on this Cavs team? Let's see. This is Dude, that guy was pissing me off, man. How many of these guys thought that they were better than LeBron? Okay, they 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 got rid of um they got rid of uh. Ricky Davis um after the after that season. And that's probably the smartest thing that the Cavs ever did. Cause they probably like, there's no way Ricky Davis is gonna let LeBron James be LeBron James because he's like he, Ricky Davis thinks he's better than LeBron James. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> How many guys on here were like, man, fuck this <laughs> fuck this young dude, man? Dude, Ricky Davis looked like he was hungover. He hadn't <laughs> in, in weeks. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Ricky Davis was so like disillusioned with what he was doing on the court. Like, like it's basically like he saw it's like you're working in an office and this like young, like really smart person comes in and you're just like, oh shit, like my days are numbered. Like I, I'm not gonna like it's over. <laughs> completely completely not not self-aware. Yeah, zero self-awareness. Like, oh yeah, this guy can um if I give this guy the ball and let him facilitate, um, and I cut, like our team could be decent because this kid's gonna know what to do with the basketball. Um, no, he was just like, nah, I'm just gonna keep doing Ricky Davis Frickin things. Bricking shots. LeBron James was passing the ball brick shots. <laughs> and you could tell early on LeBron James wanted to play like a point guard. Oh, right? Yeah. He he wasn't like, Oh, I'm gonna go out there and score forty points tonight, you know? He was like, oh, I'm going to facilitate. I'm going to make yes. passes. There was that there was that uh, steal that he could have gone for a fast break dunk, but that's the one he flipped to Ricky Davis. Yeah. Uh-huh. There was one where he got in the lane and he was like going to go up. And then he looked around and he's like, where, like, what are you guys doing? You guys are just standing around. And then like, he was able oh, to like yeah, the, somebody the- like, I think Darius Miles cut and he was able to like hit him on an alley-oop or something. And I'm like, he was probably like, dude, what are these guys doing? Like, dude, the announcers kept calling them out, uh, kept calling the Cavs out saying nobody's, nobody's doing any, nobody's going for rebounds. Nobody's moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Like, I I don't understand. Like, it's kind of wild at how bad this team was. LeBron, um, that that frustr that that frustration face LeBron made was uh, it was uh, it, that young to make that face. It looked uh, just as bad as the J.R. Smith one. A few ones that he made with the Lakers. Just at eighteen years old already. Just get it, dude. Just get it together, guys. Yeah, yeah. I think he he knew early on. He was like, "All right, like this is uh I'm gonna have to do stuff on my own here. I'm gonna have to figure this out. Getting rid of you. Getting rid of you. Yeah. Like, you. <laughs> um. So, oh three, oh four. He plays on a team. I, I want to see like when do they start being decent? 
you know. Dude, you um, can't, you can't make this shit up. They had they the Cavs literally had a guy called Boozer on the team. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that that first year they weren't good, right? They they finished like fifth in the Central. Literally the second year of his career. Okay, second year of the career. This is his team. This is LeBron James' team. They go forty-two and forty. All right, so they're over five hundred. The Sagna Jup, Drew Gooden, uh, Lucius Harris, Ilgoskis, Luke Jackson, Jeff McInnes, uh, Sasha Pavlovic, Eric Snow, Vrajal, <laughs> Dewan Wagner. Like he got that team to over five hundred. Okay. okay, like what season did he make the finals? Was it his third season or fourth season? In his third season in the NBA, his team went 50 and 32. Holy okay, God. third season. With again, Drew Gooden, Stephen Graham, Larry is it, Hughes. Is that the team that made it to the finals? Uh let's see. Let's go to the finals. Uh no, this is the 0506, right? I don't think he made it to the finals. No, he made it 0607. Yeah, so it's the next year he made it to the finals. With uh at 22 years old, he made it to the finals. Again, they went 50 and 32. Um again with a, a like that t- it's ridiculous like how bad of a team <laughs> to go 50 and 32 in your third season in the league with basically no other great good players on your team. It's kind of kind of ridiculous, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I I I actually really enjoyed this game. This was the first game where I was not really that bored because I just knew it. Just seemed like LeBron James was going to put the team on his back at a certain. I'm just so used to watching LeBron James do that. When I went back and watched this, I just I didn't know that I did I didn't know who was gonna win the game. Most games I could sort of know. I kind of know who who wins them, but this one I just didn't know. Is he gonna win? Is he gonna is he gonna do it? Then then he then when he when he got when he got the lead for the for the Cavs, I, I just thought, man, there he is, gonna do it. Look at this guy. And, <laughs> this guy, he's doing it again. You know. Yeah, doing it again for the first time. Um, yeah, like you. You you knew right away, like nobody watching this uh would come away thinking like, oh, I don't know if this guy's gonna be good. Right? Like you know, like you came away knowing, okay, this guy, he's the real deal. Like Is this the most memorable first game of, of any rookie? Uh like I don't know, probably because the hype was so like big. Like he couldn't go out and lay a dud, right? Right. Like he had to come out and play really well, you know, and he pretty much left nothing in, in question, right? Like at 18 years old, you're like, Oh yeah, this guy has it. You know? Um, I, I think I remember like Kevin Garnett when Kevin Garnett played his first game, I, it wasn't like this impactful because, but like, there was definitely like Kevin, like, cause again, Kevin Garnett was also out of high school. Um, there was no doubt that you're like, Oh yeah, Kevin Garnett, this kid's going to be really good. You know, like, um, I remember his was his was pretty big. Do you what what predictions do you have for when Benyama's first game? Because this is he's probably the the next player to have as much hype as LeBron. Do you think uh, twenty five points? Nah, nah. Uh, I'm gonna go. 
17, 10, five blocks. Dude, LeBron James, um, uh, how many minutes did he play? He played the whole game. He played like 42 minutes. They needed him. <laughs> they, they, dude, he put he put that goddamn team on his back. It's not. Uh, I don't remember any uh, seeing any rookie where the the team relied on him. Like, okay, we're gonna need you to do what you do. Not not well, Bancaro, not Trey Young. Maybe uh, who's the Slovenian? Luca. I mean, Luca. Luca came into the league, and you were like, "Oh, okay." But like, Luca was different because he was playing professional already, right? Like he, yeah, he yeah. wasn't, you know, out of high school, really. You know? So, yeah. So Luca's a little bit of different uh, case. But um, also, I, I give credit to Mike Brown. He wasn't like some curmudgeon coach who's like, "Oh, we're gonna only play you thirty minutes," you know, first game. You know, he he knew he knew what he had, you know. Um, so I give credit to Mike Brown for not being a damn bro. Paul Silas, that was a coach. Paul Silas. Oh, was it Paul Silas? Okay, okay. When did they get Brown? Then they must have gotten Brown very quickly. Then probably. But yeah, yeah. So like credit to Paul Silas for for recognizing what you know the moment and you know not not being a fucking loser. You know, I got to stand up for the old guys. You know, I got to give Ricky Davis his run. You know, <laughs> Darius Miles. Darius Miles, Clipper legend, Darius Miles. Is he really? Uh, I think he's more of a Clippers legend for, like, not being great. You know, yeah, like. Brown, uh, Mike Brown began coaching the Cleveland Cal- Cavaliers in 2005. Okay, okay. Yeah, so two seasons after that, they got Brown. <laughs> yeah. it, it did, uh, it almost looked like every. Once they saw how good LeBron James was and how bad everybody else was, every I think there was a lot of people that sort of knew, oh, we're gonna get fired. <laughs> like, oh, okay, like, um, I, I, I don't know why they traded Carlos Boozer. That was a weird one because it seemed like Carlos Boozer playing with LeBron James would have been like a good thing, right? Like, you think he maybe was one of those guys that just had no faith in him just maybe didn't didn't like the fact that this young buck was i'm telling you i'm telling you i mean boozer was young too like boozer was like 21 he was like second year in the league right so it wasn't like boozer was like some vet you know um clearly see but but then then they got they got big time discount like a few years later they got they got literally discount carlos boozer and dwight gooden like you could see you could see, I mean, let's say you are what second year player, Carlos Boozer, even if you're second, third year player. After you see what LeBron James did, are they going to build around you? Yeah, but like LeBron James, like you would be able to see LeBron James and be like, oh, like this guy, he he's not like a Kobe or a Mike where he's going to be like, oh, I got to get my shots up. But- he's going to be like, hey, listen, bro, like you get open, you do this, like I'll get you the ball. You know, I'm not trying to score. Didn't I'm not LeBron trying to score. James, I'm not trying to shoot 25 shots a game. Didn't LeBron James eventually play his position? Yeah, he played power forward, but he's playing point guard now. Like he could play whatever position, right? So it didn't really he matter. Did, he was gonna he was gonna take his spot. And they're not gonna build around Carlos Boozer. And yeah, but like Carlos Boozer's a great compliment. You know, and Carlos Boozer didn't start making all-star games until like 27 years old. So it wasn't like Carlos Boozer was Carlos the Carlos Boozer that we know. I'm telling, right. I'm, I'm telling you, watch at least like the last 
the last episodes of Winning Time, and you'll see just how jealous some dudes can be when when they think that one guy is gonna be the star player over the other ones. Yeah, now maybe like maybe Boozer really thought he was gonna be like, oh, this is gonna be my team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna defer to LeBron James. Like maybe that was the I I guess we gotta look back and like let me see if I can look up real quick. Like <laughs> Carlos Boozer trade like why was he traded from this team? It didn't make any sense unless they really just misevaluated him. They they must have because yeah, I he's one of the guys every clip that you sent me, uh where they so, interviewed all the all the players that on his oh oh okay okay the front office let Carlos Boozer out of his deal with the understanding that he would resign with the team for six years and forty one million but Boozer jumped ship after the Jazz offered him six years sixty eight million because Cleveland did not have enough cap space to match it the team had to let him go. Money, money, money! Dang, what a like! Oh my God, that's what a is that a a dumb move by Boozer? I I just don't under like one. That's a dumb move by Boozer, right? Because he could have been playing in the finals, right? Um, also like I mean he got his money, right? But like still, um, like that's kind of that just wouldn't happen in today's game, right? That just like a, a front office wouldn't make a terrible mistake like that, right? No, of course not. Okay, let's. Uh, I'm reading up on this. We're we're gonna let you out of your contract, but you give me your word, you're gonna resign with us. And then, yeah, 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 no problem, no problem, no problem. As soon as as soon as they let you out of your contract, dude, boom. Off yeah, yeah, him. like uh, the promising power forward lied to a blind man. <laughs> he convinced he convinced them to let the team out of his rookie contract uh, to just sign a bigger deal with the Utah Jazz. Yeah, he was routinely booed the rest of his 13-year career and left LeBron James without a running mate after the duo displayed instant chemistry during LeBron's rookie season. You don't think you don't think somebody like like uh, James Harden would want a situation like that? Dude, oh, okay, Carlos Boozer. You know what? I I know I already didn't like you on the Bulls and I yelled at you in Vegas. When you after you urine after in urinated in the urinal, I yelled at you get a fucking rebound, okay? Because listen you up. couldn't get a rebound. Listen in the up, Bulls. Carlos Boozer. Listen up. You know that's because you couldn't get a rebound in the freaking Bulls playoffs, okay? And now I hate you even more. You're a losing player, okay? You decided, okay? You 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 reneged on the deal you had with the Cavs. And you left LeBron James to go play in freaking Utah, you know, for 20 more million bucks. All right. You know, you're a loser. All right. Carlos Boozer, a loser. Okay. And your kid's not going to amount to shit in the NBA either. Carlos yeah. Boozer. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Your your kid got, both your kids got beat their pants off by uh the that kid, uh, uh, what's his face? The white kid, Carl, uh, Cooper Flag. Oh, Cooper Flag hey, smoked your, hey. smoked your, your kids are losers too. At Carlos Boozer. Oh, what kind of name is Boozer? Huh, dude? What a bum, dude! What a what a bum move by this kid! What a bum move! What a Carlos Bummer, dude. Also, like, also, how did the Cavs not have any cap room? 
Dude. You saw that? What were they? Who were they paying on that bum ass team? <laughs> what mess? Ricky what? Davis was too demanding. No, <laughs> no wonder LeBron James wanted to leave this team to go to Miami. Like, like, imagine your second year in the league. Like, all right, man, me and Boozer, we're gonna take over this league, you know. And then he's like, oh yeah, we're gonna sign him to a new deal. And he's like, wait a minute, what? He's going to wait. He's going to Utah. But yeah, wait. How did he <laughs> sign to Utah? He was under contract. <laughs> Well, how do you let a player out of his contract? <laughs> what kind of move is that? What are you guys doing, man? Yeah, yeah. Like my wife the other day asked me if if she wanted to get like, hey, do you want a hall pass? <laughs> and I was like, don't put it on the table, stupid. <laughs> like, 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 how did he get this team to a finals in his first like four years? Without his like his second best player, who has left the team after one year. <laughs> yeah, he went to go be Carl Malone light skinned over there. Oh my god, what a <laughs> what a debunk! That oh my, I don't think this is talked about enough. Like cause I think, had never heard of this. What do you think his th- thought process was? He's like, man, this man, this is LeBron James. He ain't ever gonna be nothing. Twenty million dollars. <laughs> twenty million. I, I I need to get that twenty million. I need to go to Utah. That get his, that twenty. That could have been his running. That could have been LeBron's running mate, dude. They could have. Who did Carlos Boozer like? He had like a. They had like a decent team. Right yeah. in like Utah, one of those years, yeah, right yeah, when he was an all star. Who was this like? Darren was Williams. Boozer. Yeah, yeah, Darren Williams. Darren Williams. Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. A young, a young Ronnie Brewer. Oh my god. What a <laughs> oh uh AK 47. Oh yeah, yeah, that was it. That was it. AK 47. Yeah. That was that was their that was their big three. Bro, you know? are you kidding me? Those guys gave the, the Lakers fits. Oh my god, what a what a loser. <laughs> Boozer the loser, man. Boozer the loser. Uh, oh man, that was good. Uh, that's <laughs> what the hell? I, don't, I I need like we need Bill Simmons to explain this, like how terrible of a move this is. Like that, that's just just un Dude, unfathomable. Letting somebody out of their contract, and hey, you're th- gonna you're gonna sign with us, right? Like, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got your word, right? Handshake <laughs> deal, right? Backdoor deal, right? Well, you promise you're not gonna jump ship, right? <laughs> hey, we can't. This is all we can sign you for, okay? Don't. We can't give you any more money, okay? <laughs> oh man, I wonder what. I mean, you probably know better than I do. What's the logic of that? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm guessing they wanted to. My guess would be like, you wanted to sign him to a deal sooner. So you could lower your, like, when um his deal was up, like, you had more cap space or something, or maybe you wanted to front load it or back load it or something, so you could have more cap space to get more players. Um, and he just, like, pieced out. What a, like, what a fucking, what a weird fucking deal. Yeah, boozer the loser. And this was, uh, and uh, who was the GM at this point? Me like a three year old? I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All in all, good game. Yeah, that that was a uh, one of the better, one of the more entertaining. Yeah, but uh, we're we're coming back next week. Next week we're gonna come in with the uh, 
We're coming in with previews. We're starting with the Atlantic Division previews. I'm in. Yeah, Atlantic Division preview. Uh, so, so we're done with the classic games. Uh, yeah, I think we're done with the classic okay. games. Unless there's another one you want to do. Oh no, no, I'm fine with coming in with 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 previews. All right, we're we're coming in previews of the the season's like a couple months away here. Um, yeah, like two months away, eight weeks. Yeah, eight weeks. We're gonna hit the previews pretty hard. See, you know, do some over unders. Give some bet. Give some lines to the degenos out there. To the the genos, maybe you can you, explain lines to me. You you can, you know you could bet on the uh, Little League World Series. Yeah, Bill Simmons was talking about that. Like, dude, that's that's kind of ridiculous. He, he, right? he mentioned, do, are you kidding me? Betting on kids? Hey man, life's a life's a gamble, huh? Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I'm gonna have my I'm gonna have a couple kids over here to have a play date with with my kids, and then I'm just gonna do like one of those uh cockfights, like or or <laughs> those Chinese kid fights, and just just get a whole bunch of dudes just throwing money on the floor, <laughs> start punching each other, last man standing. <laughs> yeah, it's like bump 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 fights, you know, like fights for kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, no, you got to get like some kids over and like scout them. You know, you got to be like, oh, like I got to see, I got to see if this kid's like gonna make it. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I got to put like razor blades in his uh, <laughs> in his palms. <laughs> oh man! All right, AJ, that was good. App. That was good. That was good. Carlos Boozer the loser, man. Boozer the loser. <laughs> Boozer the loser. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll see you next week, right? All right, we're out. Post game pod out.